And now more straight talk from Straight Talk. The big wireless companies say they're the only way to get the best coverage. Because they've got like a kajillion cell towers? Something like that. But Straight Talk Wireless runs on those same towers, so you get the same great networks for up to 50% less. I wonder if they're counting that one in Kickapoo, Kansas. Oh, boy. Switch today and get our unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month with 25 gigs at high speeds and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's silk. Welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the Most High, Chris, with my tag team partner Chidi, aka Chidi Bang. What's happening, man? What's good? This uh, is the Underground of Professional Wrestling Podcast. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, what's happening, man? What's good with the week that was man. in wrestling or the weeks? Because we this is by week show, you know. <laughs> Shout us out on RW Podcast One Twitter, by the way. All this other. Media is a socialness. Uh, on IG, you're already there if you're looking at us now. Um, but Wrestling Podcast, YouTube, Reason Wrestling Podcast, all that good shit. Um, yeah, um, let's get into the week. Let's get into the week. Let's get into the week, man. Uh, today is Saturday, right? Yeah. Um, Everything is WrestlingShop.com, by the way. Yeah, one more last plug. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Buy our shit. Buy our shit. Uh, Everything is wrestling. EIW shop.com. EIW shop.com. Pop a t shirt. My ass not in the shop. Let me get him. Yo, um, listen, man. Today's Saturday. All right. Um, yesterday. Sticky geeky. Um, yesterday was SmackDown Live, of course. And, um, what a wonderful, delightful. Show it was. Um, SmackDown had to step it up because they were dry for a minute. SmackDown was dry for a minute. We kind of talked about how SmackDown really wasn't really bringing it. Uh, but with that being said, we got one intergender wrestling on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. we got Bianca Belair and Bailey being like the quintessential <laughs> fucking step muffins of nah, WWE I right now. I love it, man. I love it. Like, what they're doing with them is. Um, right time, right place, right, you know, it's perfect for heating up, it's bringing me, heating them up towards the Royal Rumble, it's Bring giving MVP me, and Hardy, Matt Hardy yeah, vibes, MVP right? and Matt Hardy vibes, I, def- I think I tweeted that and somebody was like, yeah, me too, because you gotta understand, not always does the, like the arm wrestling match work, or like, you know, the extracurricular stuff, or, or obstacle course, or, it doesn't always work, we just you know? killed Bobby and Sammy for yeah, that shit, yeah, yeah, it does, that shit does not, not, not always work. But if you do it right, like MVP and, and uh, shout out to MVP uh, and Matt Hardy did, we're gonna remember it forever. And I think that what Bianca did with Bailey is something we're gonna remember forever. Like I think 
Bianca picking up Otis was like the highlight of the night. Nigga, people were just going. And then everybody's like, my shout out to my uh, my guy uh, Sir Wilkins at the Job uh, uh, Tears podcast. He was like, yo, Bianca's a world elite athlete. Y'all should have known. I'm like, listen, dog, I'm gonna keep it a stack. I don't really be knowing niggas' personal lives like that. <laughs> Bianca do picking up Otis, nigga. I thought that was gonna be her. I thought that was gonna be her like falter. I didn't think oh, she was. Oh, you I were thought, shocked. I, I was, no, I I knew she would do it. I had a feeling because I I just I seen you know she's world, like you said she wore world class. class. I knew she was world class, but the actual um person they chose, Otis, like it's the perfect guy to get. It over, and you that's know? Wa- that's wifey's yeah. favorite. Uh, she loved her some Otis, uh, so Otis? she was like, "She can't do that." Cause first she was like, she didn't think her, she didn't think her jump rope with her hair was. I'm like, nah, babe, you just don't know. Like Bianca's, she's she's that, she's that girl. Yeah, you know I mean, girl, like, uh, we can say she that boy if you want, but she, <laughs> she, 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 no, she that she, most she's that, she's that woman. You know, she's she's honestly world class, like you said, supreme athlete, the best athlete probably on the roster. Uh, I believe I that made, I, I made the bold statement. She's the best. Athlete in the industry. Ooh, Bianca, Bianca Belair. That's a bold one. I is mean, the best I on the roster, that's pretty much athlete in the industry. Yeah, if that roster, that I, roster I, is I, industry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that roster is in that. Yeah, we nigga, we bringing the spice no. today. <laughs> but yeah, um, shout out to Bianca Belair and Bailey because Bailey's right now. I think she's p- perfect right now. Bailey, without Bailey, this wouldn't be as good. Correct. Because Bianca needs a foil. Correct. And Bailey's playing a great foil right now. Nigga, last week, Ding Dong segment. Yeah. I thought that. <laughs> it, it, it worked. I loved it, man. So I think I think Bailey has hit, has found her character. This is probably the best I've seen Bailey in a very long time. But she's hitting it, man. She's hitting it with, with her um, singles rush. I, I'm glad they got her away from Sasha. That's what that's all I wanted. Yep. I wanted them to separate from Sasha, and I think she's doing great. Um, with um. Bianca, this is the most character she's shown uh, since being on, since the, main being on the main roster. Yep. I think that we get to see her now in her element of all right, how they're pigeoning her as this supreme athlete who's just super athletic. The, the EST really getting that gimmick over the best, the fastest, the strongest. Shout out you know? to Bruce Pritchard too, because a lot of niggas may not want to give him some props. You know, Bruce know how to get a gimmick over. Yeah, people kind of forget that. Mm-hmm. He was there with Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Doing those gimmick, doing those those VS that we love so much. That's true. So like getting that character, he has a specific uh uh uh, uh resume mm-hmm. uh, in regards to getting that type of character yeah. and we're seeing it. Like the vignettes, the commercials that she's even in um mm-hmm. to even the feats and showing that on camera, yeah. Uh, sp- speaking of feats being shown on camera, speaking of the intergender match, Reggie, Reggie, <laughs> my nigga, Reggie, Reggie, <laughs> the what do they call him, Somalier, the Somalier. Shout out to Reggie. I saw my public start giving him a little power. Like, Yo, what's up, you Somalier? What's up? <laughs> but I didn't know he he, he got was Mister something Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil, Yo, my nigga. This guy is. Flipping and flopping, like I honestly, he needs to teach the girls some of that shit. Honestly, nah, he needs it. Listen, him and Ricochet can make a a flipping consultant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a flipping consultant company, my nigga. Honestly, like, that shit was it was it was good. It was entertaining. It was honestly one of the most entertaining things of the night. Him go like him pulling off those flips and and, and I'm reversals. not gonna forget. I forgot about last week Sasha saying that yo you can have a rematch if I can face Reggie. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about it and I thought that they weren't going to 
I thought it was gonna be a smiles. I thought like okay. you know some type of uh, Carmella and affairs. Yeah. Like it, they had like a legit match, like ten minute yeah. match. <laughs> like that shit was crazy. I was shocked and like it was, <laughs> it was entertaining. Like two, the entire like, thing. two segments. Nigga, it was a commercial so, breaking and everything. So yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I think it was something that you know provided to the show, and I and I and I like this Sasha Carl Carmella feud. It's not like super hot. But I feel like it's exactly key, what both of them needed. It's exactly what they need right now, you know. And I feel like they're both, you know, hitting on, um, you know, whenever they're called to do something, they're 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 going out there and doing their job very well. I'm I'm obviously they're gonna probably have a match Royal Rumble, <clears throat> but uh, we'll see where that lands. But uh, another part of the night I love, which I gotta give a shout out to my boy Sami Zayn. Man, I love me some Sami Zayn. He's fucking hilarious, bro. Sami Zayn is a highlight of my Friday's nights lately because when he comes out with his conspiracy theories or his mm-hmm. protests and all that shit, and it, it just it, it just the sign of the times. He's Yo, using but it. That's what I'm saying. The sign of the times, so, and he's using it on in his act. I love it. Let let niggas take a step back when the whole Q and I shit was happening, and niggas saw retribution and shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas thought that people thought that they were using the sign of the times to they do. Were. But this is more of it. This, yeah, Sammy is substance, and that's what Undertaker was talking about. But, okay, so with that, hold on. Let, we'll get into Mark and no. Mark in a minute. But this is this is my point though. That I can't compare that with I can't compare the two because when I'm thinking of my recollection, right? WWE's not always had substance. But they've always had relevance to what they were trying to pre- present. Mm-hmm. When uh, the uh, 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 Davari, right? When he came out yeah. with his goon squad of South Africans and, and fucked up Taker. We, that wasn't really substance. We got it, right? I don't, I didn't really see the correlation. No, no substance. I think that was more just using the sign of the times to, to market, uh, uh, to, I, to gimmick somebody. But I didn't see you the know? correlation between retribution and... And what we see, that's using the sign of the time with the with the with the, with the protest to to aesthetically have them debut a gimmick. You know, that's what that was. Sammy is using his gimmick and then adding layers to it with his character. But and Sammy that's came, where the substance but, is. But this Sammy's more Sammy and, came back during the times, right? So Sammy came back and used that. Sammy didn't use his character and use the sign of the times. Sammy used the sign of his times and used that for his character. When he came back in an Intercontinental Championship feud yeah. and shit, that that's more of sign of the times than retribution uh, to to me. And and now when you're saying best part of it, I kind of can be smart and be able to see Sammy do that rather than try to be smart and see what retribution. The reason is the difference between Sammy and retribution, I'll tell you right now, it's that Sammy is able to go and be himself on there. He's able to go out there, be himself, and put that, you know, kind of, he, he knows his character. Now, do I think Mustafa Ali and Retribution know their character? I'm not sure. I can't say that. I think Mustafa Ali might know. When I see him on Raw Talk, I think he gets it. But if he's not in the position to showcase that, sure. then it's not necessarily sure. going to translate as a sign of the times. Because you're going to be like, this is just some people with masks. And that's putting people in the right position to do and, and get over their gimmick, you know? Like, so, 
that's how I kind of see it. You know, I think that they're both things that are taken from the sign of the times. You know, the nation of domination was taken from the sign of the times, but you know, using it in a way that we there was substance behind it, and it got and it got over. Sammy's getting over because there's substance behind it. So to bring it to Mark Callow's statement saying that there's all pretty, no substance, I kind of feel him on that. You know? What? I kind of feel him on that. I'm going to be oh, honest. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Mark Cal- bro. And I'm not saying it's all pretty. I'm, and I think he has a point. I'm not saying that there's no substance in wrestling because I just said Sammy has a substance right there. But I get where he's coming from where, like, we, we, we when you go and watch Raw or SmackDown or... You know, when you watch WWE, there's a reason why we tuned into NXT for so long. We're like, you know, that's the best thing on TV. They were giving us a real build to these True. matches. True. Whereas WWE, can, it, they give a build to just their main event angle. You know, or, or it depends on who's in it. Because right now on Raw, it's Randy Orton getting that build. They're giving a build to Randy Orton and that Bray angle. You know, that's... They try to do it with other people, but they, they, they really focus it on... One storyline when you have a bunch of matches on a pay-per-view card. So I think that it, the substance is there if you're looking to see it, but it's not going to be throughout the entire show. Last, but when Mark Calloway came up, it was an hour show. So what do you expect? Now it's three hours. When it's an hour show, it seems like there's way more substance because it's not just matches where people are doing flips because they don't have time for that shit. They got time to build Intercontinental, tag team, I would, I build would, a main I event storyline. That's I would, it. I would disagree to this point. Listen, Mark sentiments came not from the course of substance or creativity. It came from the substance of I'll, okay, I'll put this in the in the in, in in not layman's terms, but I was in the military, right? And people I was in the military clearly in a time where it was changing, right? Mm-hmm. 2007 is when I entered. We were still heavy in war. By the time I got out in 2011, the world changed on what the military and how it was supposed to be presented and what people were supposed to do within the military. It changed. Don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Piercings, tattoos, gold front grills, every, from little shit like that, okay. it changed. When I was in the military, I would probably hear from my drill instructors who have been in the military 10 years my senior, 15 years my senior, yeah. how it was back in the day. Lot more brutal, lot more hazing, lot more character building, if you will, um, because it built those type of characters. So you're saying that he, so you're saying Mark Calloway was saying it's like it's kind of soft. It's Mark Calloway was saying that this is kind of soft. He wasn't saying substance. Okay. I took from because he also put in there was like, hey. Uh, when I was in the locker room, we didn't have video games, you know. Uh, when I was in the locker room, you know, they came with uh, guns and knives and they handled disputes like men. When men were men. And I'm like, that's not substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's I mean, not... It has nothing to do with the show. It has nothing to do with the show. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the characters in the show. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with the people that's going yeah. to be portrayed yeah. as characters on the show. Nothing to do with them. Now, when you take that into what we're talking about with Sammy and Retribution and shit like that, I do to her agree believe that Sammy has built up equity where he can go. Mm-hmm. He is able to do, and also he has been through those waves of where Retribution yeah. are going through, yeah. right? Yeah, he came. He's been there. He's been there. Yeah. So he is in a in a way has earned the right to be able to have substance 
in his shit yeah. rather than just doing shit. Kind of like yeah. how we talked about Mercedes Martinez, right? Yeah. She knew off top there was no substance in retribution. In, in retribution. So with that being said, like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna yeah. distance my I can't be as a vet. She's like I'm, I'm gonna not take going through that, yeah, right? Yeah. Brendan Williams, right? Now no just no disrespect to Mia Yim or um, Mustafa Ali or Donald Dijakovic, Sean Thorne, uh-huh. uh, all of those who are in the group, they haven't been through what we consider as the test. The, yeah, the, the hazing they, period. They haven't been through the hazing period. Yeah, this is what we would consider. The hazing period. Would you say that Ricochet is also going through that right now? Ricochet has gotten out of that. So Ricochet, he's not in the hazing period. He's no, he's, I think everybody, as you can see, when people go through those ebbs and flows, I won't say every part of that is hazing. But I do will say that if, and we're talking about equity, right? Before we t- got on camera, we talked about equity within mm-hmm. our venture. Vince looks at someone, hey, man, I know I'm already paying you a bunch of money. I'm already giving you TV time. That's equity. Nah, because some of y'all niggas ain't worth it. And granted, I got to give you time to get it. But at some point in time, when we know that that time, like you say, it went from one hour to three hours, regardless of the fact, that time is still equity. So if I feel like you aren't worth it in the, in the, in the grand scheme of what I believe it needs to be, then I won't present you that way. Now, Sammy, in this grand scheme, what we've seen, He's about to be in a triple threat for the IC title, it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's about to be Sammy, Apollo, Apollo and, Big e. and Big E, right? Mm-hmm. Sammy going through what he went through presents himself to where his equity matters to the match. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. S- Sammy equity matters to the match now. Yeah, absolutely. Because of what we know he's been through, what we've seen his character go through, and then now what he actually brings to the table. Yeah. Apollo's going to be that same way with Big E. This rub is going to put Apollo, kind of like how commentary was saying, begin. Now, Apollo and Biggie kind of mirror each other. We said that on the show. Yeah. They mirror each other for the simple fact that we know you can add value. Yeah. But how? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, okay, I'm going to see how you can be added value in the way I present you. Now, if you were to, if you can be Mer- Mercedes Martinez and be like, nah, I can add value in a different way, then you tell me. You mm-hmm. show me, and I'll give you the opportunity to fly. Mm-hmm. But some of these niggas just got to go by what I give you, and then you got to show me that you can do what I give you. And that's a good point, you know, because, I mean, it took it takes everybody a time to also find their own pocket and know who they are. Sometimes when you when you are doing your craft and anything, honestly, you can say talk about doing a podcast, it's time for you to find your own voice. And I think as a wrestler, finding your voice is just one part of it. Uh, then you you gotta be because a lot of people right now are super athletic in that WWE. Exactly, they have just super athletes all across the roster. So we know we got that. We we can you can you provide a character that's gonna be people want to tune in to see every single week? Are you gonna are you gonna put a smile on people's faces? Are you gonna make them laugh? Are you gonna make them ju- you know? Are you gonna, are you gonna make them jump Randy, out their seat? I take what Randy say more as constructive criticism than what I heard Mark say. What did Randy say? For the simple fact, remember when Randy and Champa had their little bit back and forth about you know substance and stuff like that? How Randy can put on a you know a, how his matches matter because he's been doing it for a simple fact that he found out what he can add as substance mm-hmm. that is value, right? Mm-hmm. Randy and the Flipper. Yeah. Ran- Randy took what we call Triple H as a lethargic competitor. 
and he just added his natural God-given ability, mm-hmm. and now he's just the smoothest fucking wrestler we've ever seen. Yeah. But that can also fall into the fit pits of not having substance, therefore he can be lethargic. Yeah, I think that he Randy Orton has you know a finesse to the way he approaches his his install, and it doesn't make anything less than what Ciampa does it or anybody in NXT or or any of the people who do. But when you but when you put when you compare like Mark did, and when he says there's no substance, he pretty much called everybody in the roster bitches, pretty much. Exactly, like, that's and a little bit again disrespectful. It's disrespectful for yeah. the simple fact that we're they're all not putting in the same equity, right? Mark, the, a character that Mark created for 20 years is honestly going to be different than a character that Dolph created over 15 years, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, there is a, it's probably, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll, the Taker's character, I'm not comparing <laughs> Dolph and Taker, all right? Let's, what I'm saying is the reason why a person is on a roster is not going to be the same reason another person is on the roster. So because Taker feels like he's a tough guy badass, doesn't mean that he has to have a surrounding crew of tough guy badasses because there's no diversity in that tough guy badass, nigga. There's no there's no diversity, right? You want to talk about how the locker room used to be, right? Where where was you, Mr. Locker Room Leader, when people said HBK was running Ram Shop? Huh? Where was you protect? Was you protecting Vader in 1996? Huh? Was you protecting any of the bo- Was you protecting Bret Hart that you had great respect for? Right? So I don't want to hear he, that. Apparently he did protect Bret Hart. Apparently he did not. Apparently he did not. <laughs> Bret Hart did not get the contract that Taker got. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, talking, about, I'm, I'm talking about in the ring. No, uh, no I'm talking about. I, I'm saying as far what, what I'm saying is Taker's making a, a, a point about backstage antics or, yeah. or backstage characteristics, right? Impacting the substance and the creativity and the manner of how wrestling is perceived because oh, of the go- exactly of who they are because who they are about- exactly okay. that's the correlation that's idiotic yeah that's yeah. stupid yeah that's stupid how will the business change too you know like just take it you gotta understand the guys backstage don't make the decisions you know it's 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 like it's like when Shaq. It's like when Shaq comments on somebody on on, on inside. Yeah. Of, oh, you gotta average thirty six and sixteen. Really, we're shooting threes. Our goddamn game, nigga. I'm seven feet. It's really no way I can do this, man. Like, so it's it's just the sign of the times, yeah. like you said, like point to the sign of the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think with that being said, SmackDown, uh, by being in the rut for a couple of weeks. Um, we we finally got the Kevin Owens. Uh, uh, we thought it was gonna be Shinsuke and Roman Reigns. I wish it was Shinsuke. Oh, I really wanted it to be Shinsuke, but somebody's and now they're pushing Cesaro, and I'm like, okay. I, I listen, man. With that being said, it's just that it goes back to what we initially knew what that roster was. Yeah. From top to fucking bottom, in between, there is a stackness that you just can't hide. Yeah. Yeah. There's Shinsuke that we want to see. There's Cesaro that we want to see. Kevin Owens got to get his come up as against Roman Reigns. Is that- this podcast is brought to you by Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce. A great sauce starts with the best ingredients. Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is that great sauce. Inspired by our founder's original recipe, Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is made with delicious ingredients, including vine-ripened tomatoes, chopped onions, garlic, and olive oil. Simmered together for the authentic taste you and your family will want to come back to. For recipes, sauces, and mealtime inspiration, visit ragu.com. 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The top of this game. Uh, we want Street Profits to be a tag team, but then Sonya Deville's like, nah, we got to have other tag teams because I'm tired of saying y'all niggas wrestle, right? Because there's, it's just <laughs> niggas there. Nigga. It's, 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 Sasha. it's just mad niggas yeah, there, bro. Yeah. Biggie, Apollo, Biggie, Sammy. Apollo, Sam, yeah. like that, it's, They're really utilizing that roster very well. Smackdown, Smackdown is, is when, when they can get it going. Yeah, right? Yeah. When they're, like you say, when they build in the opportunity to build, right? Mm-hmm. When they have the ability to add substance, right? Flavoring. Mm-hmm. Sometimes niggas just cook chicken and forgot to put salt on there. Nigga, you need yeah. taste to that chicken. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So SmackDown yeah. was just giving bland ass chicken for the past two weeks and forgot, ah, we need a seasoning. <laughs> and that's that's just what happened, nigga. That's what'd just you feel what do you feel about uh, Paul Heyman? And uh, Adam Pierce. I'm gonna tell you, I never watched the first 20 minutes of SmackDown ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's a problem. I just All right. Skipped right. exactly. <laughs> I, sh- I should stop asking that question because you don't watch promos, and you act like you watch promos. Like you did. Hold on. No, I watch hold promos. on. Hold on. Know, hold nigga. on. I watch <laughs> promos. I ain't watching that shit, nigga. <laughs> I ain't watching. I ain't watching. That shit, bro. Right. They open on the show, right? Roman Clash, the same thing. The past, what, month? Maybe, maybe, I like Kevin Owens promo, though. Yeah, he had a good promo. Uh, what, what, what the, okay, so, all right. Because we don't, we don't need to talk about the first one. Well, no, no, no. But, but my, 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 my whole point to that is that is why SmackDown was in a rut. Okay. That was... You follow a same oh, formula, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. You didn't want to see Adam Pierce. I don't want to see Adam Pierce, yeah. Roman Paul. You just wasn't that angle was not entertaining for you. And it's yeah. not gonna leave. Why are you leading up the show? Yeah. Now I get it. You lead up the show because it's a thread throughout the show because you're not gonna end the show that way. Yeah. But then you end the show that way, so you book in the show. So you got 20 minutes up top, and I know I got 20 minutes on the back end. I I I'll, I'll I'll watch the basketball game for a half hour and then I'll go through yeah. and see. But again, to what that being said, SmackDown again with the seasoning, right? You add that to a bland pro. It's a bland product at first, and then out the gate, boom! You get the tag team titles match with Oscar and Charlotte, and then Riot Squad, and yeah. then you get the backstage segment with uh the uh uh. Now we're finally gonna be able to hopefully see Billy Kay be on her own. We got Lacey Evans on the other side on Raw on her own. So hopefully now we'll get Peyton Royce on her own, right? We're, we're seeing little things where shit that we didn't like, they're starting to, to try to fix it. Yeah. So with me just watching the show, I'm like, I know. I ain't finna fuck with that. <laughs> I know. I ain't finna fuck with that, nigga. That promo, yeah. what they talk about? I don't the, know. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I know he called. I know she called him a bitch or something. I, I actually didn't watch myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. So, so I'm sorry. But yes. Uh, oh, bro. This is what I picked. No, listen. Cheating. I get so pissed off at my wife about this nigga. You bring up something to then talk about it in what manner? Not to talk about it? Cool, nigga. Let's go on with the next thing. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you said about it. Because I knew you probably did. Good content. Oh, nigga. Um, 
now outside of Friday, um, I thought, like I said, the 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 main thing that we talked about is fresh in our mind. Um, the, the Sonya Deville did say that Miss Best Dressed Ever that that the Street Profits will not get a tag team title uh, rematch for the simple fact Tez is hurt. Um, and um, is he really hurt? I, I mean, I don't really honestly. I don't care because it does make sense. She okay. said. I want to see other tag teams get tag team title shots. Y'all had the tag team titles for 365. Y'all wrestled. What other tag teams? Three teams, nigga. What other tag teams? Maybe Sonya Deville got the answers. <laughs> Maybe she got the answers. Tell nigga. me what tag team. Maybe she got she the answers. Go get Dolph and Rude. I'm not even a real tag team. Maybe she got like, the answers. Like, what's going on, nigga. bro? Maybe she got the. I'm not questioning. I love my tag team wrestling. So let's just combine the tag team division so we have actual tag teams competing for one title. And it makes for actual tag division look like that's interesting. I don't like what they do with the tag division because they have the talent. Well, how's that working for the women? The women? How's uh, that that unification thing working when that title's only on Raw? What I will say about that is that the women's division, tag team division, is very new. And they still got, I think they still got to bring people from NXT uh, for that tag division to really pan, pan out. And that's why you're seeing like Asuka and Charlotte hold the titles because honestly, once they, they develop that division, they're not going to be putting people in tag teams that are not tag teams. Uh, I mean, you know, unless, you know what I mean? I, I see, hopefully down the line. you got. I can't say that, nigga. They do that with the men's and tag team wrestling for men has been happening for like, Hundreds of years for niggas to be like, yo, Cesaro, Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas beat the shit out of each other for seven matches in a row out of a best of seven. Hey, I promised you a fucking titles match. I didn't tell you what titles match. You guys are a tag team. Them niggas were tag team for like three years. You're right. So, like, I don't right. really see, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what the, like, so with that being said, the unification of the title I need NXT. I need them to do more. I need the if 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 the women are going to be the leader of this, the pioneers of the unification. I need to see those tag team titles. I need, especially with the makeshift champions, right? Mm-hmm. I need the threat of them losing at any point, but they're just too good, right? I need them to be. I need them to be. 2011, LeBron and Wade. You already know that that's going to go down. Charlotte and Oscar? I need them to be okay. like that until they meet somebody like the Dallas Mavericks that you don't really... They, they got a chance because they're here, mm-hmm. but they don't really got a chance. And then they beat them. That then makes that champion matter. They might build them to a, to a, to a women's title match because Oscar's still do double champion. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, they might build them to a, 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 a either a main event at WrestleMania or Fastlane. Whereas Oscar versus Charlotte, I see them dropping it. You know, I think they're going to put it on a riot squad. And I, and I feel you, though, because I would rather see a long run with them because it makes it look like, wow, you remember that dominant reign of these two epic people coming together. Exactly. Oscar, Charlotte, two of the best to ever do it. And they were, and they, they, were they, they, they had a stranglehold on the tag team division for like a year straight. You know, even even nah, if they, nah, if they do a year, they'll kill it. Now that's not, I mean, that's not 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 a year. But, but maybe six like six but, months or two. Now with that being said, the men can do that. Going back to the men title, if you have a dominant champion or two dominant beings that you are trying to build or elevate at the same time, kind of like maybe a rated RKO or something like that, 
where they are secretly, right? The one-upsmanship of, yo, you got the title I really want. But since I hold a title with you, I ain't losing this because I don't lose titles type yeah. shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I can understand that until they lose the title and then now you got the friction in between it. Yeah. With the men, I can see the unification and them niggas going from back and forth every week. Just go. If they if the Street Profits were had that reign going back and forth, unified, undefeated, beating yeah. titles, then this matters. Then them losing matters. Them Tez getting hurt yeah. matters. Them them getting back to the rematch matters and yeah. shit like that. They none, of that shit, none of that they shit matters. None that, none that matters. And I said it last week. I had a problem with the way they did it. It's not that they happened. If you're going to do it, you just do it better because it was like that run was a better... It's, it's, it's it's, it, it honestly is a... For a tag team to debut and have an undefeated run like that is a great start to a career on the main roster. For sure. So... That should have built to something. So that's like, oh, that built to a Royal Rumble match where, wow, we didn't think they were going to lose it to Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, but they did through injury. That's crazy. Took his leg out. Like, that's how it should have been. So, like, Royal Rumble would have been like, all right, that would have been, a, a you know, a, a, like a spot on that, that, that pay-per-view where not only did we have a moment with the Royal Rumble, it was a seamless match show that pushed, to, pushed forward the visions and pushed forward the storyline. Where you want to go back and watch it again, you know that's how I looked at it. But um, yeah, if he's injured, then I get it. If he's, if he's really injured, but if he's not, then I don't really understand why you could kind of just do that angle at the Rumble. I and mean, that's how you can get over Dolph Ziggler and both Bobby Roode at a bigger stage, where they're, you know, they took out his knee or took out his leg, and you know, and they took the titles. You know, like that didn't have to do that angle that way in a, in a random SmackDown where you're two weeks away from a pay per view. I think honestly, you know, realistically, that's so sad. And maybe I'm doing too far with it, but Te- I mean, realistically, um, Tez, Tez, Tez being, Tez being hurt, mighta, mighta, mighta really, you know, mighta really happen. That nigga takes a lot of bumps. I mean, I'm glad they're getting a break because honestly, being champion for that long, you you can. Uh... Be worn out, so I mean, they, they they held it down, and you know, shout out to Street Profits, but uh, we'll see what goes on with that vi- that division. But speaking of Charlotte, you you were making a point about how she strangleholds the Raw division. Yeah, she she strangleholds the, the creativity whole, of it. She strangleholds the entire women's division. To be honest, um, the Char- Charlotte Charlotte is. I'm sorry, I'm reformatting the car right now. About to read. About to, huh? Oh. No, I'm about to re re. I reformatted the car so we can get another angle. Um, Charlotte, I made the point that um, I made the point that she strangleholds the division from the simple fact that everything stops when she comes around. That's how it feels. I mean that's that's just what it is. Huh. The like we finally got the ability for Sasha and Bailey to thrive because Charlotte wasn't there. But you gotta understand something. Charlotte is a draw. Oh one. Okay. I'm gonna say look, let's that's the one statement. Charlotte's a draw. Two on SmackDown. 
Is Bianca not getting over right now? So things aren't. She didn't stop everything, and she was on SmackDown with Bianca. So, but the highlight of the show, we're talking about Bianca and Sasha. We're talking about other people. So she didn't stop anything there. So she didn't stop the whole division. But on Raw, I think you have a point. Lacey Evans, and now is in an angle with her, while being in a tag team with Peyton Royce. But Peyton Royce has to now play heater for this angle between Lacey Evans and Charlotte, while Charlotte has a tag team title with Asuka, and there's Asuka sitting there with, I guess, nobody challenging her. Or I guess Alexa, you know, that shit went down. But I don't get why they're not building a match with Asuka and somebody for the Royal Rumble. I think... Because and I think Charlotte has something to do with that, so I got you on that. And, and, and the reason why I say this is because, listen... I can't understand what you say. We got the we got them flourishing on SmackDown and everything. Mm-hmm. That's 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 that is correct. Um, but then again, we go back to uh, that tag team on SmackDown is Liv and Ruby Riot. That 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 is stifling what could be a builder of that division when you can have other women wrestle, right? Charlotte coming back creatively stifles the division because I do not want to discourage and say everything stops. Okay. But she is priority. Because <laughs> she's a draw. I mean, but she can't be that much of a draw over, right? We talk about people finding a niche. Carmella finally finds her niche. Carmella was a, 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 a not a draw, but she, I mean, she's... Listen, people's equity in this in the company. You know what happens when you have she's Randy Orton. You know, like when you have a father who was in the business, the wrestling fans know who you are, and then on top of that, there's a crossover to old wrestling fans, and then they're actually really talented people. They're not always going to be the most interesting to people to us all the time, but people do say, "Oh, what are Charlotte and Randy Orton doing?" Because it's. Noteworthy. Okay, so okay. With <laughs> that being said, you know? okay. With that being said, let's put that in perspective. And she and she had to earn Randy, it. She had to earn it too. Randy stifled Drew's run. I don't mind it now, because Drew got him out, got got one over on him. But he, he but he did he didn't st- he beat him. He got, he it got didn't him. matter. My thing. That's my point. Randy's ne- Randy's necessity of Randy's. Ability to be a necessity draw, right? Like I got to put him in to do. Like I gotta have him punt somebody. I gotta have him hit an RK. I gotta have him do mm-hmm. something. <clears throat> him being that, and we'll talk about equity again. That's the mm-hmm. word. It then stifles the equity of what. What's the point of Drew beating Brock and having the moment and Drew being the champion that he was? For him to then lose to Randy and then win again inconsequentially that we don't really necessarily care or remember it because the shit took too long for no, that. No, you're, no I, we talked about it. And you're but right. Charlotte's the same way when I go back to that. Charlotte's going to be, she's here during the Oscars run. Oscar didn't need Charlotte to be our tag team partner, but we got her. We knew it was going to be yeah. Charlotte or Naomi, yeah. right? With that being said, Charlotte and Asuka did not need to win the tag team titles mm-hmm. because now it makes it inconsequential for those 
who participate with it because yeah. we know it's a vehicle only for Charlotte to win the women's title <laughs> off of Oscar. That's all, that's what we know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think that we can look at it that way, but we don't know because we do got to watch the movie. But at the same time, I we know this nigga. Ain't just <laughs> No, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. We gotta watch the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But I, I will say. I will say this. I will say this. It does harm Oscar's run on Raw, and I will say that uh, uh, Charlotte coming back has impacted Oscar negatively. Um, ha- however, I think Oscar's doing great as champion, and I think that she's having some of the best matches um, out of people. On the entire roster, I thought her and Alexa really had a that segment on Raw. I really fucked with that. Was a good segment. That was a really good segment. That's like, a good that segment, match, bro. I don't know what people are talking about. People, I guess, had problems. Two with Americas, it. nigga. You know, nigga, <laughs> niggas got a problem with everything. You know, nah. Oscar, Alexa. A lot of people don't like Alexa and what she's doing. Let's give our problem because we like to big up a lot of people. Everything that's black for sure. But I like that little pigtail bitch right there, dog. <laughs> Alexa Bliss, she killing it right now, nigga. <laughs> that little yeah, motherfucker yeah. killing it, bro. That character, nigga. Bro. Alexa Bliss is... She's... Yeah, she's, she's... She's she's doing her best work ever, honestly. She's doing her best work that I've seen her personally do in her entire career right now as Bray Wyatt. Remember when we talked about uh, Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, she's not on that level. But she's aligning on her sphere. Yeah. In ring work, character work, crossover appeal. Uh-huh. Alexa Bliss is there. Yeah, she's there. She she's she's, she's going there. to be the next I think champion. I think she will be the one to be Oscar and that's what I'm saying. Watch the movie. Cuz if it's not it might not be Charlotte. You know, and, and we don't know what's gonna happen to Royal Rumble. I think I think Bianca's gonna win it. I really hope it's Bianca because that's what that's the right decision to make to do right now. Just really, just uh, you said Shayna last week, and I really don't want to see that at this point. I don't. I I, get, I can get, understand it, but I don't think that's gonna be hot. You want to make WrestleMania hot? Have Bianca win that shit right now. Um, but then you get Alexa with the championship on Raw, and then you got a possessed Alexa, <laughs> and then you have Charlotte go after Alexa at WrestleMania, and that will be the WrestleMania match. With uh, you know, Alexa and, and Charlotte, Alexa defending the championship as this, you know, possessed character that she's been doing phenomenally. You know, people want to shit on this. This is some of the best wrestling shit I've seen in a long time. I think that it's creative. It's something we haven't seen before, with Bray Wyatt possessing somebody on the women's division. You know, we we all talk about, you know, the Papa Shango back in the day. Ministry of Darkness. Ministry of Darkness. We all talk about, you know, Ultimate Warrior being, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> what, what happened with him and Undertaker? You know, and it's all that shit, you know, like the, the supernatural aspect of wrestling that you remember, you just things are sticking in your head. You're going to have Alexa Bless, what she's doing, stick in your head for ages. And that's what it's about. It's about creating moments. And um, that match she had with Asuka... Even with the editing on it, I fuck with it. Like it was like all done great. So shout out to production for creating the aesthetic and having the opportunity during this COVID time Yo, to do things and take take risks. It's been a minute since we talked about production, and I know we've talked about it previously, and we're gonna talk about more of it when we talk about Wednesdays in a little bit. But carrying fucking cross 
and Scarlett Johansson. That shit is fire. Yeah, that little leather wearing bitch there is sexism. <laughs> Motherfucker, nigga. God yeah. damn. You know I ain't supposed to like white meat, bro, but shit. I'll take a slice, man. Oh, my God. Yo, shit, um, I ain't drink milk in four years, nigga. I'll take yeah. Charlotte, I mean uh, Scarlett, she she's uh she's she's beautiful, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Karen Cross has a really killer entrance. <coughs> yeah, you know, honestly, I, I think that when you talk about production during this cold cold time, even the camera, even on Raw SmackDown, NXT, the, uh, the camera they have, no, on Raw, it's really on Raw SmackDown. S- SmackDown got the AK the, camera. Yeah, when they the entrances, yeah, when they yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. kind of like three D almost, like the NFL camera, yeah, like yeah. The NFL, like you know. Uh, and the, the background, they kind of just pop, you know? It's uh, one of the most creative things I think they've been doing a long time. And I think production-wise, during this COVID era, they've n- knocked it out of the park. You yes. talk about the Thunderdome yes. idea. You talk about uh, the... Uh, Boneyard the, match. The, exactly. Uh, money in the Bank money, at the, uh, the Money in the Bank money match. Money in the Bank match was really good. Yeah, now they're doing it with the entrances. They're doing stuff with Alexa. That, Ray you Wyatt know, and Ray Wyatt, Randy. Yeah. Randy, you know... It, they're taking a risk, and I love it, man. And that's how you evolve as, you know, and also, as you are in this business. You also, know? with that too, though, not only taking risks, they're actually treating this wrestling, tele, this wrestling that's on television as a television show. Yeah. So we're not only taking, quote-unquote, risks, per se, <laughs> but we're just coming up with the fucking times, man. Like, it's a TV show. Yeah. We got all this fucking production value. We got all these great uh, creators. Mm-hmm. Why not go ahead and put something together? Um, Randy's we... in a mask now. Um, honestly, I believe that uh, you know we we we're seeing evolution in their creativity. But usually, I just want to see it also given to other aspects of the show. We we've seen it where they like everything flows, like you know where every single thing hits, where you can see there's progression in every storyline that makes sense and everything like that. Um, right now, I think they're, you got a discredit to be given right now where they're coming to terms with production-wise and what they're doing. But clearly, you know, it's a wrestling. We're, we're going to be we're in a place of ambiguity because it's right before Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? And, and with that being said, uh, what's going on with you? What's going on? Uh, oh, they're from Fox? Yeah, the camera's from Fox. What, uh, what, what, with, with, the ambigu- with the ambiguity that you speak of, the wake up early, do a little studying, take the dog out, finish that audiobook until the very end. Finish that workout, then stop by McDonald's for breakfast and somehow manage to do it all before that 10 a.m. meeting meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or any size premium roast coffee. Any two for two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
it's not like we're in a bad space, right? Because yeah, we kind of no, we kind of see things shaping up, right? We think we know the IC Championship looks like it's going to be a triple threat at Royal Rumble. We kind of think that it's going to be Riddle and Bobby, which if they got time and they can do it, mm-hmm. that would be a fucking great slapper of a match. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, we we kind of see that the uh, I don't know what they're doing with the Raw Tag Team titles or the SmackDown Tag Team titles, but. Her business probably gives me something, right? Uh, her business, I don't want to see them implode quite yet. I don't either. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, maybe, maybe it's a riff um, that can be kind of galvanized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, MVP seems to be the guy that can do it. But Shelton came in with his with his cock rock, my nigga. Like Shelton, Shelton came in was like, nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm here. Y'all wanted me? I'm here, nigga. Uh-huh. Everybody step aside. Like, uh-huh. but I like that character development. Yeah. But if he can get rang in type shit to where like Rocky was in Nation, yeah. right? Where like he didn't get rang in, but his his over exuberance kind of just transcended the group. Yeah. If it breaks up that way, then yeah. I'll be all right with it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. I think that'd be good with Honestly, me. Honestly, if, if you gotta understand that, like the most you can get out of this is for Cedric to become a star. Yes. The best thing you can do for your for for the, for the company is get is Cedric is to get, become to get, a star. Is, is become a star long term because you have people that are are established around him. Yep. You know, so I get the idea to get him to turn or, or to, to implode, but I don't want to see it yet. You know what nah. I mean? I feel it like not, not it, while they're on during the tag team and they definitely champion. and they definitely but not do it in February. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, please you can't break them up in black. Didn't they do that last right year now. with somebody like like they did some some black like, some black people they did some fucked up shit last year <laughs> during Black History Month. I was like, okay, Bianca lost is what happened. Yeah, Bianca lost. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Bianca lost. with the Black History <laughs> shit on, right? Yeah, Bianca lost. Oh my god. Uh, say uh. Who's our rumble? Who's our rumble picks? Um, uh, um, that's a good question. That's a good question. You, We're about to get into that. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but that, I'll, I'll, I'll say mine right now. I'll say mine. What you? I, well, Bianca for the women's. Yeah, you. We Bianca, are. Bianca, we already know Bianca. I already said it. Bianca has to win the Royal Rumble. My this heart year for the is. Women. My heart is Bianca. My heart is Bianca. If I did have some extra money to put on the side, I'll put it on Shayna. I, 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 I'm gonna I, bet I, with my heart. Uh, <laughs> Bianca is gonna win the Royal Rumble, and if they don't do it, this, then you're then you're then you're dumb. You're just dumb because because if you can do you can do it next year, but this is the right time to do it. Um, and then we got the men's Royal Rumble. The um, I don't I don't know if I have a, have a, have an idea on that one yet. The men's one I kind of don't, but with that being I, said, I can see. DB has not won a Royal Rumble. Uh, I would love to see that. I think Daniel Bryan becoming Money in the Bank winner, Grand Slam champion, headline WrestleMania, and then winning the Royal Rumble. I think that he and Sheamus, I think, probably would be the only two superstars to have ever. I think that. Oh, Randy. Randy, Sheamus, and Daniel Bryan is like an elite of elite group yeah, of them doing honestly, some shit all, like they're, that. They're, they're all Hall of Famers in the, you know, in, in the world, living Hall of Famers, honestly. Um, I think the, I DB, think the, I would like to see that. Honestly, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble would be 
a great Royal Rumble, and if, he's, if it might be his like you know fat farewell match. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Farewell match. WrestleMania, Tampa. Farewell match. If Roman Reigns beats him, his career is over. That's how you build it. I say, you got Big E wins. Okay. All right. Big E's not gonna win it. We 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 were we were oh, Keith Lee is our if we were gonna pick a black guy it would be Keith Lee but he's not going to yeah, well okay so now we're talking if if Keith Lee wins it I will be super happy I, I would love it okay but I don't see it happening I don't see Biggie winning it either I think as right now his IC title run especially what after he said on the the busted open radio he says that he's gonna have like a a long build he's not gonna turn away any opportunities to like you know have a big you know main event push but. He he likes where he's at, and he's still pushing to learn to to be that undeniable guy, that undeniable star. So he's comfortable where he's at, and I do believe that we can see him utilize more in the kind of championship division right now. Honestly, with his character where he's at right now, I believe he's more utilizing that division, holding that that title. I think he's perfect right now with it. Um. So you say DB? I had an idea. And don't don't like uh, quote me on this, but if Drew loses to Goldberg, do you see that he might enter the Royal Rumble and win this shit? Wow, I don't. That's something I don't even want to talk about. That's stupid. <laughs> so you said don't coach on it. I ain't gonna coach on it. I'm a. I'm going to dismiss it. Is that what I'm going to do? That's, uh, that's stupid. All right. I can see that shit. So, so I can see them doing that shit, man. I, and, and, I, and, I, and I hope not. Wait, you can see Drew McIntyre being back-to-back Warrior Rumble winner? After holding the championship for six months? <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just high. <laughs> okay, nigga. Oh, you want me to flip some shit over, nigga, by me thinking about some shit like that. Well, you want me to have a fucking mad-ass... Drew run a uh, uh, listen not okay, a Merrill. I got Brock running the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I I could I would rather do that than see Drew lose the title. Yeah, and then come out at because he's going to lose the title to Goldberg in that night. So Drew losing the title and then winning the Rumble only for Drew to have a match with Goldberg at WrestleMania is going to piss me off. That's, that's that that would make me that will legit honestly. I've <laughs> talked a lot of shit. I've talked a lot of shit, and WWE has never really called me on my bullshit because they never really went to the extreme. But Drew losing to Goldberg at Rumble, and then Drew winning the Rumble, and then challenging Goldberg at WrestleMania for a rematch will get me to stop watching wrestling. Well, at least at least that I I will I will I Raw. I won't watch that's, Raw. That's fair enough. I won't watch that's Raw. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Honestly. I won't stop watching Raw. You know, I can't stop watching Raw. Smack Bianca still on Smack. But <laughs> Raw, I will stop watching Raw if that happens. Yeah. I feel like uh, we got we got a whole lot that could happen. And I'm actually excited for this room because I don't, I'd rather go in it. I like going into it like not knowing Exactly. Much. And kind of like it being something where I can't guess. Somebody, I mean, not not the not something to, unpredictable. Not to throw you but off. But Dan Bryan winning, I will. I will honestly somebody brought up Shinsuke being a two-time winner. You know, him heating up and, and winning the Royal Rumble. Uh, That's probably not gonna happen either. Yeah. I would like that. It's like I would like Biggie to win. I like Keith Lee to win. I like Shinsuke. But just based off of WWE's history and how they book, 
It could, it could be Daniel Bryan. It could be Edge. It could be B- Brock Lesnar. <coughs> it might, it, you know, it could even be Goldberg or Drew McIntyre. That's how what they book. Is, what if Cena comes back? Cena. What, if Cena, the what if Cena comes back and wins the Royal Rumble? I don't want to see that. Honestly, I don't. Come on. That would be a. That would be a. That would be um. Spitting in the face of the people that just <laughs> went through all this COVID shit. Like you guys, come on. Don't don't give it to some old nigga. Give it to if you're gonna give it to some somebody somebody who's a veteran. Has to be somebody like Edge, Dan Bryan, who has a story behind it. They're, them returning and winning the Royal Rumble will be epic, honestly. And it'll be a moment. But if, other than that, give it to somebody young. and Not young, but you know what I mean. Like somebody who hasn't won it before. Create, yeah. create new, new stars. You did with Drew. Continue to continue the trend. Let's talk about shit that really matter. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Right? I didn't watch AEW. We're gonna talk about why I don't talk about watch AEW and um, but a two night WrestleMania is that gonna be the norm? I would love to see. I you know I would like that. I would honestly like. And I know sorry, but I know you're talking about yeah, NXT. Go ahead, go ahead. No, but I just got a question on on on, um, on IG. Um, is a two night WrestleMania gonna be the norm? I don't know. I don't believe it's going. That's gonna be scheduled, but it's gonna I would, be scheduled for this year. It's gonna be two nights. This year is two nights. The next two years, they're back to a single night. So we, they put out the schedule. Mania is going to be in Tampa, of course, this year. It's going to be in Dallas next year, and it's going to be in L.A. the year after that. So 2023, they're going to be in L.A. All right, two, two. All right, back-to-back WrestleMania nights. All right, that's going to be interesting. I did not know that. That's news to me. Um, so it's going to be two nights, but it's not the norm. They're going to go back to 22-23. And 22 and 23, they're going to go back to single nights. Depending, I mean, that's tentative, right? To, depending on, like, I mean, listen. If Vince can, it's all about, it's all about money, right? If, if Vince can market two nights, if Vince can get a deal on it. Listen, if the venue's going to be a mill, right? If the venue's going to be a milli, and Vince is like, yo, I got back-to-back nights, I can fill this up. And just charge me five hundred thousand for both nights. I'm still gonna give you a milli, but I just got an extra night. You know that might be. You know what I mean? That might be what it is. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this: If WrestleMania is coming to your town, and WrestleMania got your arena that Sunday, you ain't doing a goddamn thing that Saturday. You ain't doing that. That that that, that arena is 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 bought out. Like yeah. it ain't ain't no basketball, ain't no hockey. Ain't no, ain't no, if you're in a baseball state, if you're in a football state, ain't shit going on the night before WrestleMania. So you might as well, you know what I mean? If it's Jerry World, Jerry World's doing it in Dallas in 22, you might as well get it back-to-back nights on Saturday and Sunday. And the new arena that's built out of Sophie, the Sophie Arena at the, the Rams and the Chargers, the Rams Stadium, you ain't got nobody, you built it in 2020. It was a pandemic. You ain't got nobody coming out there the, the state itself saying that they're taking a whole year off without having people doing so uh, 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 public outings and shit like that. You got to make that money back somehow. You might as well run it back back-to-back nights on Saturday and Sunday. Try to gain some revenue, advertisement, wherever the case may be. So with that being said, I don't know if it's going to be the norm, but I do know if cash is involved, it will be the norm uh-huh. for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's all subject to change because once they tried the first time, 
Uh, they don't want to announce that it's going to be that way right now. But if it works for them, and if if the Knights actually, because um, we go, we had it one, we had we had it before with the last year, but it was all digital. Now they're going to have. I think they're thinking about having fans. Fans there. That's completely completely different show. So if 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 the fans are going to go back, come back, and there's two nights where it just feasibly works out, it's going to, it's going to. Um, it's gonna take off, you know. If, if I think the, I think it worked, it worked last year, so it could work this year, especially if the money's right. Yeah, it's gonna happen every year. Every day, sure. it could change for sure. Uh, um, speaking of the money being right, money gotta be right to get Walter back in the states, man. <laughs> All right, speaking of WrestleMania weekends and shit, we missed out on and shit like that, man. Mm-hmm. Listen, we need Walter and Finn. How Malcolm X said it, by any means necessary, my nigga. So that's what we're talking. That's 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 what I need. <laughs> so we're talking. Yo, that's honestly, what I need, bro. I, I I believe that Walter versus Finn unification title match at NXT in Tampa will be a fire way to book this year. Because uh, unfortunately, due to COVID, I think that NXT UK has lost some steam, and I believe that. With the ability to get a unification match, now granted they don't have to keep it unified, or just, they can drop it afterwards. But just to, to bill it as Walter versus Finn, NXT UK champion versus NXT champion at you know at Takeover Tampa, I believe that that will be a great main event. Like honestly, clearly we missed out on that. So sorry that we just sacrificed Pete Doom, even though. We know that's gonna be a slap. I'll tell you right now, like we, I told you before, <laughs> Peter Dunn was stifled by Pat McAfee. Uh, now I'm not hating on it because I think it resulted in a really great war games match. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying the entire time is that I needed Pete to take Pat out because when you have a guy that's a good talker that is not a wrestler that's gonna be around. You're gonna use him to get over the guy that's in the stable with him because he's gonna be around. So you, I wanted if you're gonna <laughs> fire Pat McAfee, have you have him have it be an injury angle where Pete gets just tired of his shit and that he lost a war games match and then he, yeah, I don't know, puts Pat McAfee through through a table or he, you know, you know breaks his arm, you know, because he's just done with his antics and shit and he's not part of the brand anymore. He's on his own and then you put him in a in a, in a Away in, in a build to Finn, where he's just taking people out, <coughs> book the match with Finn, and not to not to hate on Pitt Pete because he had a great promo, but I believe that he's not gonna take the title from Finn though, like, and that's fine. That's I mean that's cool with me too. As long listen, NXT for whatever we say about them is the constant. I know I can get a story, I can get a fire-ass match, and honestly, ain't that what the fuck wrestling is? Shout out to MSK. That was a fire-ass debut. My <laughs> niggas! You feel me? My real-life niggas, mm-hmm. bruh. You know what I mean? Nigga and a half. Yeah. You know, Zach, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga and a half. But for real, though, like, honestly, like... You're gonna get a story. You're gonna get character development. You're gonna get wrestling, man, and real good wrestling. And, and, and 
like the end, like the the Mayon Classic right now. I mean, not Mayon Classic. Shit, shit. The Dusty, Dusty Road Classic with the, with the women um, tag team matches, fire match. You know, like they really are putting on. Casey, a show. come on. We talk about flipper. Kaden, 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 no, Casey and Kaden Carter. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right, okay, all right, cool. Great tag team. Listen, man, and that's what happens when you got chemistry. You talk about just throwing people together. I mean, you kind of just do them together, but they're like real life no, that's friends. Not, but like, that's how yeah. it happens, yo. Like, if you're gonna be in a PC, right? If they start a tag team and they like, that's why I, I didn't want them to split up. Um, what the fuck is the American Alpha? Yeah, you know, because that that could have been a long tenure tag team. Those are Steiners, nigga. Yeah, those are Steiners. Um, man. but they, they, they KC and Kaden could be a long tenure tag team with a, uh, you know, a, what you call it? If they win it. They'll have a reputation, you know. I mean, uh, shit. Look at, I mean, but look at B, uh, uh, Peyton and Billy, nigga. They came from Australia together as fourteen-year-old teens, and them niggas like, split apart. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. Like, don't. When you got uh, something, keep it going, you know. And, but at least they didn't split them up in NXT, which again, yeah. I went there yeah. to see the Iconics, right? I remember the Iconics had that feud with. Um, Nikki Cross and Oscar, they had that fatal four way and they worked together. But that, yeah. again, like, but again, Wednesdays, man, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays has always been a constant, man. And then, and, and uh, like you, you brought up the May Young Classic by accident, but shit, it's the only place you're gonna get a May Young Classic. It's the only place you're gonna get a women's Dusty Classic. It's the only place you got the last women standing <laughs> match, nigga. It's the only place you're gonna get the <laughs> women's war games match. Like what the y'all niggas talking about, nigga? I think what you're bitch ass niggas, bro. I think what he's trying to say is that NXT what has niggas talking about NXT has a very very strong women's division. The best, yes, the best, the best women's division across the fucking board, bro. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that other promotions such as Impact not don't e- have not a decent. Even, listen, not even Impact though, because right, Impact, um, Impact. Uh, AEW, uh, Shimmer, nigga, what, like, what, like, what, what else are we talking about? And I'm like being realistic. There has not been outside of Shimmer who has helped develop these women that we then see on Wednesdays mm-hmm. become stars. Mm-hmm. There has not been a, a a a a subsidiary or a company that has helped women wrestling. Break out of the detriment that sometimes they put themselves into. Wait. But listen, WWE, listen, WWE has not always been the greatest with no, women. No, yeah, but no, no, they WWE, have broken WWE, yeah, out. They have broken out and rebranded themselves. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold them accountable for shit that they rebranded. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I seen from what they've given me from 2015 mm-hmm. on, this has been the best fucking division. Hands down, with influx of talent coming yeah. in and out, giving us new and, a, and establishing great feuds, characters, storytelling, development. It's, it's the best, man. Billy Ray said it, you know, I think. He mentioned that you see a po- more polished product in NXT. My bad. A more polished product in NXT. Um and that's undeniable because they have the PC, you know. That's so you're gonna get that when they get the time to actually work in the PC and then debut. When it's the right time for them, you get a certain type of product on your television channel, you know. And now that does not to say that, but it's not a detriment to AEW because it's not. I think they are 
their own show. And you're going to see a little bit more of, you know, a little bit of them finding their way because they're literally pulling people off the indies and saying, go out on TV. So I don't mind that, but it comes with a risk of, all right, we're figuring it out. You got to have an understanding of AEW. They're figuring out, you know, their show, you know, as their, as a brand new uh, product. Well, I'm not even in with the, with that. And, and giving people opportunities who are new because they don't want to just be all WWE <laughs> talent, right? Everybody hates that, the fact that they have, oh, old school WWE people going to AEW and the, they have to they're bring new people there. Now you're hitting that, oh, they're not wrestling as clean as they used to, as, as people are. Well, it takes time, so you got to give them time to grow. I think, listen, I put, I made a stat off our Reasonable Wrestling page that was, I meant that I was like, why do we have to compare a lot of the differences instead of comparing all of the great things? Like, right, like, why can't it be more a la carte mm-hmm. of liking rather than it? Like what I just said about the because what, I think there's there's I think there's objective truths about wrestling that people see and they just speak like like I don't think Billy Ray's trying to shit on AEW when he says that, but even he's you know subject to that. Hey, looking at two shows and saying, oh, I see this here and I see that there. You know, and I think that a lot of wrestling fans. Say this means this is better. This is better, but it's just saying, okay. hey, an observation. This is what you're gonna okay. get here. It's what you're gonna get there. But this is why. This is why I hate that so much because that comes back to the sports. Listen, the sports take the sports argument comes with little nuance with so much information, right? As sports fans, we have so much more data, and we are so much more ignorant. <laughs> it's almost like COVID At the beginning of COVID Right Before we knew anything Nigga Niggas was like Yeah 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 yeah. Niggas yeah. was so like Yeah We got so much more information So many more dead bodies And we're so much more ignorant Yeah So back to the, the The topic of what we're saying Coming to the objectivity Of what we're speaking on The simple fact that Like I would say You 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 can find good wrestling elsewhere. Yeah. But when you come to the the fact that you are going to find possibly the top of the top, the best, there's there's no subjectivity to that, right? There is when when you're asking can you find an all women's war games match anywhere else? Mm-hmm. That's not happening in any other promotion, not on the Indies, not even backyard wrestling right yeah, now. Yeah. You get that by becoming a WWE superstar, coming into the system, and then getting into a program that matters that you're in that match. Like mm-hmm. it's a process that yeah. gets there. Yeah. And as a wrestling fan, as a storyteller as a fan of storytelling, to appreciate that. And to see that, you do see when Dakota Kai turns on fucking Tegan Knox. Now, instead of a tag team that we thought they were, you got two separate single stars. Yeah. And then it branched off to having another tag team that then made another single star who uh, Raquel Gonzalez is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you're really paying attention, then you're yeah. really paying attention. It really, it re- they're really killing it, honestly. And see, they've been, they, they know how to position their woman in the best light. And, and, and I think that with the men, sometimes they, they, they do great, but I think lately sometimes they can falter on that too. I think that what, what, what lately what, what I've been tuning in with the men is just seeing the match, like, yeah. like him, Finn, and, uh, right. Finn and Pete, or Finn, Finn, and, Finn and Kyle O'Reilly. I just want to come out there and see the match. With the women, I think they're building characters while building 
uh, having these phenomenal matches. So I think the women's division is really my number one thing that I'm taking away from Wendy's for a while. And with you saying that about NXT... Ayo Shirai, like, killing it. With you saying that about NXT is what I said about AEW, but then when I said that about AEW, somehow is almost meant, not not by you or anybody anybody in particular, but by the masses, because I repeat the same sentiment that other people have, and I do see their response as well. So when I see that, I'm like, well, there's no point in me saying this shit, but I agree, you know what I mean? But... If I just go to AEW because of the matches and I don't see storyline, I don't see production value, I don't see the growth of the women division, I do see the stagnation in the tag team division, but they got a fire-ass pack and fit the Phoenix match. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. That's the same thing as you saying for Kyle O'Reilly and Finn because it's yeah. not really a story getting to an end point. Of, like, if we're saying that, if, if we're going to say Finn is the guy, Right for the time being, mm-hmm. and we know that his fire ass matches between Colorado is just fire ass matches, and this match with Pete Dunne is just fire ass matches. Mm-hmm. Then it's no emotional attachment. Yeah, because because we don't see a build in somebody right now to to, to 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 take over that spot. So when I go to AEW and we can go to AEW because I just simply put, I think we spoke about NXT as much as what we wanted to about that. Going over to AEW. It's very difficult for me at the same time to be emotionally invested when I wasn't, but for what I was emotionally invested in not be there anymore, I am only there for you to give me what I a fire-ass match. And hopefully those fire-ass matches will then be able to gain steam to me while they'll be able to care, care about your characters, care about the storylines, and with those fire-ass matches, you will be able to then give me yeah. storyline. Yeah. Right, yeah. a lot of these uh, death triangle came from fire ass matches in the growing stages of the company. Yeah, they grew, and and that became something that came on camera that we enjoyed. With that being said, where's the story to that? Yeah, I think they 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 did a little story with uh, death triangle with Eddie Kingston though when they were when he, when Pac returned. Correct. You know? So, so I th- I think that the way they tell their stories is just different. And I think it's more like an old school traditional way they tell their stories. It's like, oh, you know, these guys loosely have history. Here he comes. He's back there saving his friend. Okay, that's the story. You know, like, that you know, that's, yeah. is it? I, I, can, I, can, I can accept You know, that. or, you know, he had, they have history, you know, bad blood. Oh, he took, he took him out, you know, and that's it. That's the old school wrestling storyline, and I think that's what they do, and that's that's why it gives me an old school vibe um, with AEW. It's not a bad thing, but uh, I what we've been conditioned to see is a little bit more, you know, substance and more depth and more polishedness on our wrestling. Well, I, I won't even. And it's not that AEW is not polished at all. It's just that they're not as polished as WWE because WWE's been doing it for how long? And it's a it's a corporation like that. It's that's been a been it's a process. It's a, it's and it's just like okay. It's just like ESPN, right? Yeah. ESPN is going to give you what they want to give you, how they want to get to you, in and out, how they want to. Yeah. Fox may emulate that a little bit, but they're going to give you something else. They're going to give you something that right. Shannon and Skip is almost the same show as. Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, but it's different, right? And you can appreciate the differences and the nuances of the shows, how they're produced, how they're in and out of their segments, what they talk about, and the diversity of what they talk about. You know what I mean? Like, you can 
appreciate that if you're into that. Yeah. As a wrestling fan, I can do the same. Yeah. I need them to be able for me also, right? It took me some time when Shannon and Skip to get out. I, 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 I ain't never listened to Steve A. <laughs> I catch myself watching First Take again. Uh-huh, you know what okay. I mean? And I don't watch so much because uh-huh. I do see sometimes now Shannon got into the role of being antics guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to him yeah. for antics guy because he was the alternate to Stephen A yeah. of antics guy. But when he sees Stephen A gets $10 million for being antics guy, <laughs> you kind of replicate where is that? Yeah. So what I don't want AEW to do is replicate what they once did not want to be. Become a character. And then when Stephen A started doing antics, you saw, uh, no, when, uh, when Shannon started doing antics, Stephen A started going up. Ramping it up. <laughs> He's like, let me ramp this shit up. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny so, how people, how you, you can just peep shit. So, you know? in the production value of that, <laughs> yeah. I don't want wrestling to get into a character <laughs> of just one up and I'm just ridiculous shit. <laughs> but that's why I like that NXT and AEW have their lanes. And I think that they're different. And that's fine. Yes. And, and we don't have to compare them all the time, but but I like the competition. Yes. I personally like the competition. I like it being a light-hearted competition of like, hey, we're coming out here on the same night, and we want to have the better show than you because we do the same thing. I like that. You know, that's it. I like that. You know, we do the same thing. We want to have a better show than you, so we have to put effort into this to make it what we do, our, the best shit that we can do. Let's do the best of the best we can do with our with our style of wrestling. Now, with that being said, AEW is doing the best that they can do under circumstances that they're currently under, uh, which is kind of one of the reasons that we want to talk about why, you know, personally, we're not watching AEW a little bit. is because, you know, um, y'all know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of the reasons why we went to AEW. You know what I mean? Um, and with that not being there... And the constant reminder of it not being there, which I understand the hum- the humane side of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like taking myself out of it and understanding the purpose of that. I completely understand it. Selfishly, it does nothing for the television product that you're producing as an episodic show. Yeah, I think that the, the farewell show for Brody Lee, the the the, um, the, the uh, tribute show, was beautiful, and uh, and I've never seen anything like that in wrestling. I absolutely loved it, and it's really the right way to honor such a good man and you know a guy who's entertained all of us. And the, the, one of our favorites. The, the only tribute I can probably say likened it was Owen. The circumstances was different. Times was different. Yeah. Thinking about it now is yeah, different. Yeah. But that was the only thing that kind of like just yeah. super, 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 super emotional. Yeah. Eddie too, right? Yeah, I think Eddie not, too, not yeah, to Eddie, rank him, yeah. but just the feeling of that, right? Like you, I remember as an eleven year old kid remembering the Owen Hart tribute show. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a sixteen year old yeah. remembering. Uh, you know the, the 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 Eddie show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, was I sixteen? Shit, I was. God. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember yeah, vividly. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. The, the, and, so, and, so yeah. And the, the same thing with Brody's show. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it was very hard to. It's hard, it's hard for personally us, you know, and I and to watch AEW at the moment because we still we we still I mean, 
we still are reminded of Brody, you know, and um, we were just huge fans, and he was one of the reasons why we watched the show. And selfishly, it sounds stupid, right? Those guys love the, and this, they performed with him. They're, they're, they're literally yeah. his brothers and his sisters, and, and, and they're going, I mean, you know, we're not them, clearly, yeah. right? Yeah. We're like, we have our own sentiments. We have our own emotions. We have our own ways of going about those things. And watching AEW, if they were to have moved on, and what about the show? Almost hearken to what I asked them not to do with WWE, right? Sometimes the show goes on. It's uh-huh. a tribute show. Then we're out of there, yeah. right? We're back on schedule. Yeah. Or even sometimes it's a tribute within the show because we got it. Yeah. We're on schedule. Yeah, you exactly, know what I mean? Exactly. If they took a little bit of a way of those liberties to get back on schedule. I mean, they are back on schedule. They are. They are. They are. They're they are. back on schedule. They are. They are. Their way. Yes. And that's the thing that's tough because I do appreciate what they're doing. Exactly. With negative one. I do think giving this kid an ecosystem. It's not like, like a dick. Uh, no, 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 no. I, no, I think that you completely I have a point where it's hard because we, we watched the show for Brody Lee, you know? And the reminder, you know, it just makes me think back in your head, man, he's gone. Damn, it sucks, you know, whenever we see negative one. But at the same time, it's heartwarming because you're giving this kid a community and, making, and you're there for him. And he's honestly... You're, you're, I've lost a father very young, and I know how traumatic that can be. So personally, I I know what I can do. What they're doing, what what for for negative one. I'm sorry, I don't know his kid's first name, but Brody Lee's son, Junior Brody Lee Junior, uh, is is exponentially good for the him. So I feel like they're doing the right thing, but it doesn't take from the fact that it is hard when I do see him, and it's a reminder. Everything they do with the Dark Order, it makes me think of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but to bring it full circle, um, I think that AEW is pivoting, you know, from it. You know, I do think that things are going on and they have the final destination yes, coming up. Yes, um, I um, do think that John Moxley has been great. Private Party, Private Party um, is definitely like Private Party Top Flight is going to be something that I am going to be tuned in from. Um, hopefully, we're speaking about the Dark Order. Um, Adam Page. Uh, kind of turned him down again, but hopefully this is just a long build mm-hmm. for him to, you yeah. know, uh, hopefully take the reins mm-hmm. um, a- as the Dark Water leader. Yeah. Um, I think aesthetically, um, it would make sense. Honestly, I thought that whole Dustin thing was great as well. Uh, when Dustin, when they asked him to be seven again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that I thought too. that was actually really good stuff. That was in the midst of them, you know, going through what they were going through. Um, you know, and, and collectively having Dustin in the Dark Order kind of like as a lieutenant second to uh, Uno, Evil Uno and, and Brody and Brody Lee, that would have been a, a really good f- focal point to, 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 to work around uh, as the show. Yeah. Um, outside of that, man, I'm not, I, I, AW, I, I, I hurt for them because I do know how intricate, um, I do know how intricate that being was to them, right? And now operating, uh, well, I don't know. I, I can I can only I can only feel as if I know. Um, with that being said, as it being a wrestling show, as it being a television show, still in the infancy stage of finding his way, finding his identity, finding his voice, finding its way it wants to present its content. I am completely done with having negative 
uh, outputs unless it, unless it's constructive <laughs> in this criticism. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, 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 as far as you know, just hating on a product to hate it. I mean, I do dislike Chris Jericho and MJF and Sammy Guevara. And I want them to do better, and that's why I like. I want them to end the the inner circle. You're wasting a lot of people's talent with that shit. So like, Chris Jericho is not doing you guys any favors. It was supposed to get you guys over, and it's not getting. It's not getting. It's not getting y'all guys over. It's 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 done. Like unless you guys get one of y'all over, like in a big way, it's 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 not doing nothing for y'all. It looks kind of goofy at this point. So either end it, cause I or or. Or you just gonna I mean, just just end it. And then, and then with that being said, you and know, it's not to hate, you know. It's, it's just like I want them to be better. I, I like Sammy Guevara, I like MJF, you know. I want them to be prominent single stars in this company that can just rock in on their own. I, I, I think with that being said, though, uh, with that being said, it's going to take a lot more. It's going to take a lot more out of the top. Th- those those five guys. The Bucks, Bucks, Cody, Kenny, right, and who else is in it? Is Matt, Nick, Cody? The in the all the at the the all elite. All all, all who who's that? Gallows Anderson, um, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega. That's that's all. No, I'm talking about talking the. About, Behind the, the scenes, yeah, the infrastructure behind the scenes is Cody, it's Cody Young Bucks, and Kenny. And right? Kenny, I think is the so. It's the four, team. those yeah, four guys. Yeah. So those four guys, I'm sorry, the Tony Khan as well. The, the, those four guys, including Tony Khan, they're really going to have to be able to um, diversify their presentation, right? Because when you say the inner circle looks goofy, you also have uh, uh, um, what's going on with. Uh, the elite It's not goofy But it's built off Of BTE Which was goofy shit Which is the Yeah I so think that They guys gotta You know They gotta They gotta really Again find think, think outside the box With what you're presenting And if If you want Your If what you're presenting You want to be a Mainstay thing Or you want it to be temporary Because let's say You're having an angle Like for instance If you're building an angle Around your champion Kenny Omega Right you're building a stable around him. Do you want that to be a long-term stable? And does it, or do you want the inner circle to be your long-term stable on your on your show? Like, you know, so like when you want it to be like something that people will remember, people are like getting your t-shirts because this, this is a stable, or are you doing it with like, hey, we're just doing this cool thing where we just, you know, share talent with, with TNA, and that's just, that's but it. But that's what they're you know? doing. But that that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. That that they're taking. Do you want to like? Do you want to raise the the notoriety of these guys by making it a thing? You know, no. or do you want to just keep it as like, oh, it's a fun, the, it's a fun, it's a fun thing we're doing. From the business model of what they've always operated of, it's always been temporary. All right, and that's but, cool. But, but no, I'm saying, but so that I understand I, that this is gonna be a day, a week to week thing where I, I'm gonna judge it from not a long term perspective. And that's what I'm you trying know? to get to because. Yeah. That, they can't tell me they were going to give me something when I know that anytime something pop culture reference comes up, then you got a t-shirt for it or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that means you're in the moment. You're temporary. You're you're able to also not not I'm not. So it's really like just booking a indie show every week, and the 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 that but, it's, has, but it's on TV, right? 
It's, that's 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 the feel. Okay. That that and forgive me for feeling that way, but that's what's being presented. Okay. It feels like yo, my four guys are big in wrestling. We got the money to do it. We're just booking an indie show. We're getting uh t- like next week is gonna be um uh the Bucks and Gallows and Anderson against the Dark Order, right? Okay. Why the fuck are they? Fighting. <laughs> what is the point of what is the match? <laughs> oh, y'all just throwing shit together. Cool. <laughs> like, but like, I can see that, right? <laughs> no, has, has Dark has Dark Order and and yeah. them ever and Gallows and 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 the Bucks ever like rub shoulders together? <laughs> Elbows. I'm I sorry. think I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I see. If they did, I don't know. Okay. So yeah. with that being said, yeah. it's, it's an eight man tag next week. <laughs> okay, is 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 Sting and Darby Allen in a street fight, right? Sting in a street fight against Brian Cage and yes. and and and, uh, and Ricky, Ricky, Starks. Ricky Starks. Sting, Darby and, and Brian Cage had a good match. Hold on, sixty-one-year-old Sting, street fight. That's how you protect him. And uh, that's how you protect him. He's not gonna take any any bumps. He okay, gets- so he's gonna stand up the whole time. And swing the bat. I wonder how they're gonna do this. Exactly. <laughs> I guess that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. All right, all right. So with that being said, at least said, it's not a one on one match, you know. Uh, I thought it was gonna be Darby and any 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 a five year deal. That nigga's just. I like, really hope he's not doing too many matches. That nigga's like, yo, how many t shirts I can But it sell might be a cinematic years? match. If they do a cinematic, then it could work. Okay. Okay. Now, that, but no, no, no. I feel you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that cinematic matches now is, again, so now we're talking about what we're talking about. What's the new wave, right? The new wave now is that we're going to pour money into the production value of having cinematic matches because, <laughs> you know. Taker and Sting can't go. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Taker and Sting can't go, and Cena can't find time enough to speak non-Mandarin I'll to fucking this. do a match with I'll Ray Wyatt, this. my nigga. Uh, they both companies have done cinematic matches in a in a good way. Like I, I like what they did with uh, Britt Baker and uh, uh and Swole, Swole for sure. I like what they did at the at the stadium the too. Sta- the stadium the stadium was it had its moments for yeah. sure. So I feel like if it's not like outdone, like it's like every single month they're doing it, and it's the way you use thing to get Darby Allen over and get Brian Cage and and uh, Ricky Starks over. They ha- to have a match thing at all. He just raises your name, guys, and I know that he's uh gonna be around for some time now. But you know, just shout out to Sting, you know, and congratulations. I know he's probably happy. <laughs> Anything else? We're going about an hour and a half. Oh uh, no, you did. We did business and logic with the with the thing. Unless you have any other business and logic. No, 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 no. Um, um, that question led us to business and logic. Uh, the the shows. Yeah. Um, um and then then booking black. Uh, sh- Damn. You know I missed the Velveteen Dream. I'm, I, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I missed the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> it really, it really, it, it really sucks that it, what happened. It really sucks what happened, man. It just 
Ruin his career, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna end on that note. Thank you guys for tuning to Booking Black is hopefully don't book Patrick Clark unless he did something worth booking. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more.